Welcome to a special Colgate Raider Report podcast. Jeff Bishop and myself, Eric Malinowski, able to attend the Colgate Sunday Selection Show at Cotterell Court in Hamilton, New York. Jeff and I were able to capture some interviews, and here they are on the Colgate Raider Report podcast. With Coach Langle on the Colgate Raider Report podcast, Coach Selection Show Sunday. When's the last time you've been involved in the Selection Show Sunday? It's been a little bit? It has. I can't even. It's funny what you forget. I mean, you remember a lot over the course of time, especially regarding the NCAA tournament. Um, but I, I can't remember if my days at Temple, if we had Selection Shows. I definitely remember when I was a student athlete at Penn um, and a couple of those Selection Shows in West Philadelphia. It's, again, so excited for our guys because yeah. it's something that they'll definitely never forget. I talked to Coach Klatsky about this which I would assume a lot of the non-conference scheduling is to take this out if you guys do get to the NCAA tournament, the awe factor. You know, Tennessee probably has a couple of NBA guys on their roster, Coach. And Coach Clancy was talking about it's all in the preparation. How do you take away the awe factor from your players? When they get there, they feel that they belong, and it's not a team that they're just happy to be on the court with. Yeah, I, 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 again, I don't know. I mean, we play Syracuse every year, and I think that, you know, as evidenced by how we played, I know it, it, the final result wasn't right there, but we competed with them for a long time. I, I think that that all factor is gone from our guys, but I, I also think in general in today's day and age with what these guys see and who they interact with in the AAU circuits and social media and their friends, that, that that's kind of you know, out, out the window in a lot of ways. So I think the, the, the bigger factor is, you know, getting back to adjusting the team as, as physical and as athletic and as long and as talented uh, as Tennessee because, you know, every game in the Patriot League is an absolute war, but, you know, you're playing against a whole different type of, yeah. of team and, and basketball player in a game like this. Even though that the basketballs weren't being shot today, still great support from the community for Selection Show Sunday. What's this community been like? not only from the Hamilton community, the Colgate community, the student athletes. It's just been electric here, Coach. Yeah, over this run, it's been it's been absolutely fantastic. And I, I can honestly say that without the, the fan support and the student athletes uh, that, that have gotten behind our guys, that, you know, we would have we would have dropped one at some point on this run. And if we would have dropped one, then the whole result could be different. So, you know, as, as proud as I am of our guys and, uh, their performance and their togetherness and their commitment to one another. I think it's significant to note that at a, at a school as small as ours, in a village as small as ours, to get the hundreds of people to turn out for the, an event like this on short notice is nothing shy of spectacular. Over a week until you play, guys, the Patriot League Championship was Wednesday. You're not playing until later in the week, Coach. So what's the schedule like until the Tennessee game? Yeah, we took a couple days off. Uh, we got back to, to working out uh, Saturday and then uh, had, a, had a shorter practice practice uh we're pretty competitive today before the selection show uh you know now we've got almost a full week uh we'll be able to get another lift or two in and uh get to class uh, a, a a significant chunk this week which is important for us and try and stay in our normal routine and and start to you know obviously you've only got one game to prepare for at a time and so we'll be able to break it down and and get pretty thorough with not playing until friday specific to personnel and um, offense and defensive plan, game plan. So another important question on Selection Show Sunday at St. Patrick's Day. Are you having any corned beef and cabbage today, Coach, or is that not really your thing? Well, I don't know if we'll have corned beef and cabbage tonight, but Tara did make some Irish soda bread this morning for breakfast with a uh, little bit of local dairy butter. It was a fantastic breakfast. Coach, thank you so much. Best of luck against Tennessee. Thanks, Eric.
That's Colgate men's basketball coach Matt Langle on the Colgate Raider Report podcast. The Raider Report podcast continues. Will Raymond now joining us, junior from the Colgate men's basketball team. And, uh, Will, are you excited about the NCAAs? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just a dream. Uh, you know, you know, watching Slice and Sunday as a kid, watching the tournament as a kid, um, just to look down and see that March Madness bracket on the court, I, 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 just, I, I just can't wait, honestly. You guys have known for a few days that you were going to be in the tournament. How, what, what have you been thinking about over these days? Has it been where are we going to go, who are we going to play, those kind of things? I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's definitely that, and, and it's a lot of like, oh, oh we're going we're gonna to be a 14, we're going to be a 13, we're going to be a 15. It's just, it's just a lot of just chatter about that, but, but then it's also just like, wow, like we really did it. I'm honestly just still so in shock that like we won and just like that we actually did it and it's just something that we've been setting out all season and just to actually see it all come together seeing ourselves in the tournament just like it's awesome there's been games where maybe there's been even up games uh, down the stretch in the patriot league but this is going to be a whole different story you're you're definitely going to be the underdog i'm not telling you anything you don't already know oh no yeah i mean we're gonna be an underdog i think we know how to play as the underdog like we played four high major teams this year and we played them pretty close. Like obviously, um, none of the teams were as talented as Tennessee. We're just gonna keep sticking to what we do. We gotta play really aggressive, and and we really gotta take it to them. But I think we have a chance. So, over the stretch here, uh, when you won 11 games in a row, I, I felt like watching you particularly, your shooting has been so much more on point. Is that is that accurate? Oh yeah. Um, in the beginning of the year, my shot wasn't wasn't really falling. Um, and then I just got in the gym with uh, Coach Klasky, um a few sessions with Coach Langle. And I'm Coach Jordan, and we were just we were just getting reps up, and I think the biggest thing was just shooting with confidence, and, and just knowing that I'm a really good shooter. And yeah, I've just seen the ball going through the basket a few times, and I just kept on getting more confidence. And uh, yeah, so talking with Will Raymond on the Raider Report podcast. Will, I know that one of the things that we've talked about throughout the season is the relationship between you and Rapalus Ivanowskis, both on and off the court. Uh, certainly, it's been a little bit of an adjustment on the court, but it seems like the two of you now have found the way to coexist in a, in a very positive manner. No, yeah. I mean, it was definitely harder in the beginning of the year. I think, you know, it's just really hard uh, having a guy as talented as him, as talented as both of us on the same, uh, like, wanting the ball all the time. But once the Patriot League came around, we just, like, I don't know what happened, but we just clicked. And, like, I knew his spots and he knew my spots. And so, like, we were never getting each other's way and we could just feed off of each other. And then off the court, he's really supportive. Like, we're always in the gym together. I think, like, our um, ability to coexist in the court and play the play the way, way that we've been playing has allowed us to be such a great team. So. It's been a while since a 15 seed has won, but it has happened in the tournament, and it has happened with a Patriot League team, as a matter of fact, when Lehigh knocked off Duke a few years ago. So it can be done. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for the task at hand. I think we have a really special special thing going this year, and I want to keep it up. I want to try to shock the world and, and see what happens. So. Great. Appreciate the time, Will. Yeah. Thanks so much. No problem, no problem. Thanks for having me. We'll see you in a little bit. Right. Will Raymond joining us here on the Raider Report podcast. We'll have more in just a moment. Thanks, Jeff. Let's waste no time and talk to assistant men's basketball coach at Colgate, Michael Jordan. Just found out that you guys are playing Tennessee at Columbus, Ohio. What's your reaction, coach? We're excited. You know, it's another great opportunity, you know, for our guys and uh, for, our, for our school. And we're going to go out there and put our best foot forward. You know, um, they're a pretty good team. We watched them, uh, we watched them play uh, all Auburn beat them pretty pretty badly, so I know they're going to be ready to get back up there. But uh, you know, we're, we're looking we're looking forward to the challenge, and and uh, this is what it's all about. And our guys are prepared for it, and I think we'll be ready. Talk about the emotions to get here, Coach. What a ride! Eight game win streak at the end to secure home court advantage. Then you guys take advantage of it. Just tell us the journey that the Colgate men's basketball team took to get here. You know, these guys these guys been through a lot. You know, uh, we lost JB early. You know, uh, earlier in, in league play. 
Um, and then, you know, the guys stepped up, you know, in his absence. And I think, you know, him being out gave guys like Tucker a little bit more confidence, you know. And then, you know, just rap, playing the way he did and Will doing what Will does. You know, and then Tucker growing, you know, as a freshman. And then Jack Ferguson coming along as well. Um, you know, Dana Malcolm, they all been great. And they just all put in the work. You know, so this is a credit to those guys because, you know, they, they put in the work. They could have easily packed it in and, you know, not bought into what we're trying to do and teach them. But, you know, every day they came to work, you know, with their hard hats on and, and they got it done and they, they deserve this opportunity. What's your memory from the NCAA tournament when you were a player? My memory is a long time ago. It was a long time ago. But, uh, you know, I, I just remember us, you know, my junior year, we were up 12 at the half against Florida and uh, ended up coming up short in that game. And then my senior year, we played down at, uh, we, were in, we were at Wake Forest and we lost to a um, very good Illinois team. We had our chances, you know, in both games. And, you know, you just want that for your players. You know, you, you've experienced it, you've been through it, and you want that for your players. And, and our guys have, uh, have gotten that opportunity. And I'm sure they're going to go out and put their best foot forward. On a personal note, congratulations to the Jordan family. Another girl, Coach? <laughs> yeah, man, we got another girl. That, that makes three. You know, uh, I've always wanted to be surrounded by beautiful women, and, and, and now I am. But, uh, you know, I, I really would like to have a son. So uh, we'll have to go back to the drawing board and uh, talk to my wife and see if we can try again. But, uh, you know, I got three wonderful girls, you know, that, that I'm so proud of. I'm so happy to have. Congrats, Coach, and best of luck in Columbus. All right, thank you. That's Coach Michael Jordan on the Colgate Raider Report podcast. Joining me now is Jordan Burns. And, Jordan, congrats. Tennessee and the NCAA tournament. How's the sound? Yes, sir. Uh, it sounds great. You know, uh, we're ready for whoever we get. You know, we knew it was going to be a good team. Tennessee was number one in the nation for a good amount of time this season. So, you know, it's exciting being able to play that game and being able to, uh, you know, prove that, that a lot of us mid-major guys can really play at that level. You had a few San Antonio family members in town here for a few games. Uh, they're going to make the trip to Columbus, Ohio? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're all coming. Uh, you know, my support group, I need them there. So, yeah, yes, sir, they're definitely coming. After the injury, Jordan, uh, I know that Coach Langle has kind of alluded to the fact that you've not been 100%, but, boy, it seemed like you were in the championship game a couple of nights ago. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of adrenaline uh, and things like that, but... Uh, yeah, you know, after the injury, it, it's hard coming back uh, from the injury that I had this season, especially after missing five games. But, you know, I'm always been a co- I've always been a confident player, and my guys keep me confident. So, you know, regardless whether I'm feeling 100% or feeling 50%, you know, I'm still going to put my all into the game and uh, show my confidence on the court. But one thing about you and I think a lot of your teammates, you guys are gamers. I don't expect any of you to be sitting on the bench if, if you can somehow get out there, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're all competitors. So if there's any way that we can make it to the court and play basketball, we're going to do it. So What has been the biggest difference in your game do you think post injury has there been one thing that you've struggled with a little bit or one thing that maybe has been better since you've come back I think just you know explosion and uh being able to kind of fit inside gaps and things like that you know it's a lot harder uh you know having a left foot that, that can't move as well so I think that but you know obviously um I've been working on a lot of things since I've been hurt and, you know, trying to get it back to 100%. So, you know, there's no excuses for me just trying to play as hard as I can. I'll tell you one thing that hasn't uh, been affected at all is your passing ability. We're always amazed at the windows you can fit the ball into. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, that's something that I've been working on since I was a kid. You know, I've always been small. I always have to know how to pass the ball. I can see the floor very well. And I have a special gift that God gave me, and I've, uh, you know, honed it and crafted. And that's really why I'm able to do the things I'm able to do on the court. First time to the NCAA tournament for Colgate in uh, 23 years so you've done something that a lot of folks haven't done in your lifetime yes sir yes sir you know it's amazing feeling uh to for your dream to actually come true you know when I first committed here um me and um, Coach Lango and all the other coaches, you know, talked about getting to the NCAA tournament, and that was a big goal for me. So for it to actually come true and it be this early in my career is just amazing. 
talking with Jordan Burns on the Raider Report podcast. And uh, Jordan, last year you made the trip to the CBI tournament. I know that wasn't the the goal. You know, you wanted to be in the NCAA's, but did, did that postseason experience help at all? As far as you know, what now what you have to go through to prep for the NCAA's? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, having that experience last year, though, it's not the NCAA tournament. It is good, you know, realizing that you know you have to prepare for a team that you've probably never really scouted at all, and uh, you have to prepare prepare for them in a short amount of time and and be able to you know know their their strengths and weaknesses so yeah I think last year was good having that experience so then this year you know it's not as new to us you have to prep for a team you've never seen before but so does Tennessee they've never seen you guys before so yeah. you know do, do you have at least a little bit of a surprise factor when it comes to that yeah yeah that, that's definitely a thing we've all been talking about lately is that you know we everybody has seen Tennessee play you know they were number one in the nation at one point in time uh but for us, you know, a lot of people don't watch Colgate basketball games. So uh, it'll be good, you know, being able to to have the surprise factor, you know, the way we're able to shoot the ball, the way we're able to, you know, move in and out. And the way uh, our passing ability is, is just amazing. So I think having that surprise factor is going to be a, a big deal in this tournament. Jordan, congratulations. We look forward to seeing you guys play on Friday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. That's Jordan Burns. You're listening to the Raider Report podcast. Back on the Colgate Raider Report podcast with Colgate men's basketball assistant Dave Klatsky. What a whirlwind coach. Now you're at Cotterell Court. Now for basketball but for the NCAA selection show another packed house here what was this day like yeah there's nothing like this day I mean you watch this growing up these guys have watched this for their for their entire childhood and to finally be a part of it and watch as they show your name come across that screen and just erupt with just happiness and like it doesn't matter who we're playing it was just about seeing our name finally be part of this on such a on such a big day being from the Ivy League, playing with Penn, I mean, you guys obviously coming out of the Ivy League were in a similar situation as Colgate. So saying that, what lessons that you guys learned as players and now coaches can you impart on a team in a kind of a similar situation, Coach? Yeah, just try and prepare them for what's to come. Uh, we've been through it as players. The next, I guess we play Friday, so the next four or five days is going to be kind of madness with the coverage they're going to get and we got to keep them focused and uh you know we're not just going there to show up we're, we're gonna we're gonna go and play our best and try and win and uh you know we'll start preparing for tennessee right now and uh see how they do and what they do well and try and counteract that and, and kind of give our guys the best chance to win but we've told our guys up to this point enjoy it take it in but as soon as we find out who we're playing and where it's time to get down to business is a player taking on guys that would go in the NBA? Michael Jordan was telling me you guys took on a very good Illinois team and other teams as well, and I'm sure there's some future NBAers on Tennessee as well. So saying that, how do you take away, Coach, the awe factor? I mean, was it there for you as a player saying, holy cow, I'm guarding this guy, this guy's going to be in the NBA one day? How do you take away the awe factor? I think with the preparation that we do, and as a player, I always felt this way. And as a coach, I try and do this for our players. But the more you prepare your guys and break down their strengths and their weaknesses, they just become another player. So yes, we may be playing guys that are a little bit stronger, a little bit more athletic, but at the end of the day, we're gonna find their strengths, we're gonna find their weaknesses, and we're gonna try and exploit those weaknesses and try and limit those strengths. So uh, by Friday, our guys will, will see a player instead of maybe a top 20 pick in the draft instead. How much does it help that you guys, maybe not taking on a team in the caliber of Tennessee in the non-conference, but taking on teams in the Power Five, taking on the Syracuse's, Penn State's, and Coach Langle, you guys do this every single year. Yeah, it certainly helps. It certainly helps. And these guys have played in big gyms against really, really good teams. So that part of it won't be anything new. 
the magnitude of the game with as many people that care will be. So you're talking about the NCAA tournament where everybody that follows is going to probably be tuning in trying to see who's going to win this game. So uh, that's the difference, not so much that we're playing against a high major team in an in a arena um, like Syracuse or Penn State. After a loss of Boston University that took you guys down to 5-5 five and five in the Patriot League, did you think you'd be hosting the Patriot League title game here at Cotterell Court? You need every single one of those eight wins down the stretch to get here and then do the rest. Yeah, at that point, it wasn't really even about hosting. For us at that point, I think we might have been 5-5 five and five or 6-5. and five. It was about just playing our best basketball. And we knew if we played our best basketball that we'd have a chance in March and what happened from that point on is we just started rolling. You know, we won a couple close games. We got some confidence. And I think we were three back with six to play to Bucknell. So hosting wasn't really even in our minds. It was yeah. still just playing your best basketball, coming together, and kind of see where you'd be seated and play in the, in the playoffs. And then, you know, we got a little bit of luck from some other teams that, that knocked them off. And we knew we played them once. So we, we were hoping we could catch one game there. But uh, it was really just about clicking and playing your best basketball in March. And that's... That's what we did, and it just so happened that it ended up being at home. Have you ever seen a performance like Jordan Burns put forth firsthand in a title game for the championship as a player or as a coach? No, I mean, who scores 35 in a championship game? What a, what a performance. And the thing that people don't realize is he's not 100% yet. So he looked 100% that game, but he still has some ankle issues, and he's still coming back. And this week actually may help him even more. But that kid, you know, he's just got another level that he can get to, and he showed it in that championship game. And when I think about the fact that he's only a sophomore, what's to come? Wow. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, this is, this is going to be a special another couple of years for, uh, for Jordan Burns. I know assistant coach McGarvey taking a head coaching job, but other than that, how has the continuity from this coaching staff helped? I think it's one of the most important things. I think, uh, yeah, obviously we lost a good uh, good coach and good guy in Coach McGarvey. But from, for the most part, our staff has been here through the, through the eight years, and we really haven't had many players leave. So it's kind of one of those things where we know our guys, we know what we're looking for, and they, they respond to us. And, and uh, I think that's really important in this business. Not a lot of schools have that. And for us to have that continuity and, and be able to kind of grow together really, really worked. And, uh, and it resulted in a Patriot League championship. Now, is the sole focus for you now Tennessee, or is recruiting never take a backseat? Recruiting never takes a backseat. Never takes a backseat. As a matter of fact, we're going to Columbus, so we'll look at our Ohio list and try and get some guys out there. But um, first and foremost, it's always about our guys. So we'll prepare them the best we can. And, uh, you know, the, the, the staff will get them ready. And in the back of our minds, we'll be thinking recruiting because we got a couple spots to fill. And, uh, you know, we got a, a lot of great players coming back, but we got to keep this thing going. So we're going to fill those guys, the guys that are leaving, with, with new talented players and, and hopefully keep this thing going as long as we can. Coach, great stuff. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Eric. That is assistant coach for Colgate men's basketball, Dave Klatsky, on the Colgate Raider Report podcast. Jeff Bishop along with you and Rapolis Ivanoskis, the Patriot League Player of the Year, set to go up against Tennessee in the NCAA tournament. Rap, how's that sound? Sounds great. I'm just really, really blessed to be in the position that we're in and uh, glad we can, we can make it and uh, we're just going to prepare for Tennessee all week, so excited. Since Wednesday night when you won in the Patriot League and uh, now you've had a few days to reflect on that, what have, you, what, what have been the big thoughts that have come to mind? 
Yeah, Coach mentioned it really well. Is is we, we really achieved all the goals that we have for for ourselves this year is just to win the win the regular season, win the conference championship, make the NCAA tournament. And now that it's easy to get complacent, I think it's a good thing to just to keep being hungry and keep working hard because we we still have another game ahead of us, really most important game. So. Have you been uh, been watching any of the other conference tournaments that have been going on around the nation? Yeah, I've been watching all of them. I watched the, I watched Tennessee play. They played uh, they played Kentucky. I yeah, think. They, yeah, Kentucky yeah. and then Auburn yeah. in the finals. And then Auburn in the final. I watched the the Kentucky game and I watched all the tournament finals, most of them. So yeah, no, Tennessee's a great great team, really aggressive, athletic team. So we have to prepare for them. What, what kind of things do you have to work on now when you know you're going to be the underdog, you know you're going to be going up against a team like that? Uh, you know, what are the things that, that you try to think of in the game plan-wise moving up to that game? Uh, definitely would be just the fundamentals, kind of that thing. You know, just with, with what we have to master the simple things, so that being boxing out and, and uh, our closeouts and little things like that. If we do that, I, I feel like we, we could have a chance, a good chance. I mean, the teams in the 15 seed position have won. You know that there's a track record there. We even saw a 16 seed win last year, so you know it can be done. But it, it takes that perfect game, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Our, our shots have to fall, play great defense, force turnovers, and make our shots. I mean, which we've done a couple times this year. But uh, going against Tennessee will be a, a whole lot of fun, and we can't wait. We're just so happy to be here. When you were at Northwestern, did you ever experience any, any tournament action there? Yeah, my freshman year we made the tournament for the first time in school history. So we played Vanderbilt as an eight seed against a nine seed, and we won that game. And then we played the number one Gonzaga Bulldogs that uh, ended up being national runners-up. So that was an incredible experience uh, playing against, and I've seen teams like that play. So, yeah, I have an, I have an idea of what we're going against. So. Did the guys look to you a little bit because you've had some of that experience that, that you can kind of impart on them, a little bit of wisdom? Yeah, some, some of it. Definitely... Uh, some just experience questions what's it like what's it like being in the tournament what's the venue like and all this stuff and i just answer as best i can so well great rapless always great to talk to you we appreciate your time and uh we'll look forward to uh at least one more game here right thanks jeff i really appreciate it great that's rapless ivanoskis joining us on the raider report podcast more right after this thanks jeff let's go to another interview on selection show sunday special here at cotterell court in hamilton joined now by senior sam lindgren sam how's it feel to be playing tennessee yeah i mean that was that was pretty exciting um we were all just glad to be here glad glad to get a bunch of people you know in cotterell pack the gym so i'm sure our coaches will start looking at some some game film and we're gonna get ready for the game so um, we're all just really excited what changed this season where you kind of were a middle of the pack team and then all of a sudden you're the team to beat yeah, I mean, I think we just, you know, came together as a team, got, it, like, our chemistry together. Um, but like you said, yeah, we were 500, and things weren't going great, and we just kind of we, we kept grinding and uh, stuck with it and you know, got to this point. So, Sam, congratulations. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. That's Colgate Sam Lindgren on the Colgate Raider Report podcast. As we continue on the Colgate Raider podcast, Dana Bat joining us now. And, Dana, congratulations. Now you know where you're going to go here. It's Tennessee. What do you think? I mean, we, at this point, we're just excited for the opportunity to play one more game, go out and play in the tournament. Um, obviously, we're very confident. Uh, clearly, there's a reason Tennessee got a two seed, but we think if we play well, we can play with anybody in the country. So we'll be out there ready and prepared. There were a lot of folks that were probably saying that Tennessee could have been a one seed before they lost to Auburn in the SEC final. So you're facing one of the best teams in the nation. You knew that going in that that was going to be the case. So, you know, the, the, the challenge doesn't really change, I guess, depending on the opponent, does it, at this point? No, not really. I mean, in order for us to come out and have a good game, uh, regardless of who we play, we got to focus on what we do well, which is sharing the basketball, taking care of the ball, not giving up offensive rebounds, you know. 
especially when you're playing an opponent of that caliber, you got to make sure you do all the little things in order to give yourself a chance to win. So that's been our big focus is staying locked in and staying ready to go. We're talking to Dana Bat, center for the Colgate men's basketball team here on the Greater Report podcast. And Dana, what was it down the stretch for this team that has allowed you to win 11 games in a row, just go in on such a great role? I think a lot of it's been leadership, maturity, and just us coming together and playing together as a team, realizing that when we're looking out for one another, sharing the ball, doing things like that, that the whole can be greater than the sum of the parts. And so just having that experience, especially given last year how down the stretch we were knocked out late by Bucknell and just seeing how they were able to do things, we were really able to take that going forward and sort of turn that into our own special run. Even though things didn't finish off the way you wanted to last year, you did go to a postseason tournament. Do you take anything from that experience now as you go into the NCAAs? Uh, yeah, I'd say definitely just from for one part, like learning how to handle that travel. I mean, last year we ended up going all the way out to San Francisco, which is quite a bit further than we're used to traveling in league. Where at max we have like a six, seven hour bus ride. So just learning how you got to prepare your body, prepare your mind, and stay focused on those longer trips. And I mean, even having a much longer season, I mean, it's easy for people to get checked out and not be as focused. So just learning how to maintain that edge and be peaking at the right time and still being able to play our best basketball. What type of things do you do now in the next couple of days to prepare for a, for a game like this? So definitely going to be a lot of film work. Going to be watching their scout, uh, just learning their tendencies, learning their personnel, looking at some of their plays and play calls that we can figure out. Uh, and then from there, just devising a game plan and repping that out in practice, making sure we can execute when we get under the bright lights. Great. Well, best of luck, Dana. We'll see you at the next uh, stop, which is Colgate versus Tennessee. How's that sound? Sounds pretty good to me, man. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dana. Appreciate it. Thanks to Dana and Jeff. And we're going to finish off this Colgate Raider Report podcast with the Athletics Director of Colgate University, Nikki Moore. Colgate men's basketball going to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1996. Cotterell Court's been packed for the last week and a half, and it continues to be packed here today. Just tell us, what did you see from the community and the student athletes and the Colgate community for their support on Selection Show Sunday? You know, it was just belief, um, belief from the community that this team could do it and an enthusiasm to want to be a part of it. And, you know, this community is so important to Colgate. It's so important to our teams. And for them to come out and support us the way they did meant really everything. Um, you know, we needed them. We needed their energy, and they showed up, and it was just huge. What uh, strikes you about Matt Langle? What struck me initially was his intelligence and his passion for basketball. And now that you've gotten to know Coach Langle and what he's built here over the last eight years, uh, just give us your thoughts on what Coach Langle has done here. Matt, I believe, has a, has a core about him that is just really solid and sure and centered. And he is a guy that I would want my son to play for. I would want my son to be mentored by him. Um, he's steady, but he has a real passion for the game and for his players. Um, he not only wants them to succeed in basketball, but he is 100% committed to them succeeding in the classroom and in their lives. And he's just a great personality and um, a great coach. Has done wonders for our program here and has a, a fantastic career ahead of him. And I hope he's here for as long as we can keep him. 
What was the Patriot League title game like for you? Jordan Burns, of course, having a record-breaking performance, 35 points. The place was electric. What was the title game like for you courtside? It was thrilling. One of the things we've talked about this year for our department is that we, our vision is to be an inclusive community of competitive excellence. And um, what we've talked about that meaning is just getting better every day and doing it together. It was a, a snapshot of what that can look like um, to have not only the, the campus community but the Hamilton community and our, our student-athletes coming together in that moment and sharing that moment. It's a place where um, you really generate that sense of pride in the school and pride in the community, and um, it's what I, I love about sport. It's, sport can do that more than almost anything, and, and it was really cool for us to get to provide one of those moments. With the success that you've seen and with the core support here, is it kind of surreal that this is the first time Colgate men's basketball is going dancing since 1996? It is, because I think we, we have what it takes to be a place that can do this on a more regular basis. At the same time, we have our challenges. You know, Coach Hunt um, talks a bit about how this Colgate is not for everyone, but I would say Colgate is for those special ones that want to come here and build something and, and be excellent and to get the kind of education that you can get here and to be in a community that is surrounded by people that care about you and want to come out and show themselves like they did um, this last week or so. It's, it's unlike any place else I've been, and I'm convinced that we can do this more frequently than once every 23 years. Your last stop is from a place that knows a thing or two about the NCAA men's basketball tournament, North Carolina. So what are the student athletes in store for here at Colgate University? Oh, I tell you what, you know, this tournament is, um, it is, it provides a national stage and it provides um, an opportunity for people that would never get to see who you are, um, get to see you in a, a really great light. And so I believe our students are in store for a, an incredible week, and I hope two weeks at least, yeah. if not yeah. longer, um, to see this team continue to thrive and, and continue to show how excellent they really are. You know, one of the things that's interesting about the, the tournament is that in order to advance, Everything has to go right. Um, not I was I went to the tournament to the final four twice with UNC. One of those times we won. The other time we played in the title game and lost. Um, and I remember afterward just standing there thinking about how everything has to go right, even when you have the kind of platform that a UNC or a Duke or a Villanova yeah. has. And um, you know the ticket guy has to do everything right. The the media guys have to do everything. You know we have to do everything right. And certainly the student athletes have to just be on. It's a chance to really test yourself and test yourself against the best talent in the country. And I'm so excited for these guys that yeah. they get to do that. Thanks so much. Can't wait for Columbus. No, I can't wait either. I just hope that our Colgate fans, alumni, community members will make that trek. And if they, they don't make that trek, make sure that they tune in because it'll be fun. That is Colgate University Athletic Director Nikki Moore on the Colgate Raider Report podcast.